Hey everybody, we're back. Sorry about that. Um, look, we're having tornado warnings here in, um, in Nashville. So there's a chance that this, um, that it might be a little choppy, which will be a bummer. Um, which would be a bummer, but the weather is what the weather is. You know what I'm saying? We're back. Uh, the weather is what the weather is. So it looks better. Okay, good. Um, look at that. Now, guys, you're going to have to get used to me with these glasses, by the way. And I haven't decided. I might go with, you know, like glasses like this, but but a little tint, not tinted tinted, but a little tinted is um it, because this isn't a high life this is just to tell me something good uh yeah it's supposed to be everybody be careful down here man yeah i'm back um and so Haley will be joining us in a couple minutes <laughs> uh hilarious um so uh and jo listen guys and i appreciate you guys joining us in the middle of the afternoon um, and so coming on right now is, look, I met her five years ago, I think probably maybe six on the Josh Wolf show. She came on and saying the best version of creep. I think I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, that whole band was super groovy, but I immediately just really dug her vibe and her whole energy um and sh and kind of a throwback cool rocky bluesy sultry voice that went with this great attitude that it was just fantastic and and in, since that time i've had her on a bunch of my shows i've had her on control chaos where she's been on the couch with the biggest comics in the world and held her own like you know sometimes i throw people on that couch just to see how they would do she never blinked she had a what motherfucker kind of attitude like yeah i got this and so i've always really uh enjoyed watching her and everything she's done and now she's jumping into acting uh to go along with that crazy voice it's not fair for somebody to have all of the tools but she apparently does i'm super excited to talk to her because i haven't spoken to her in a little while uh ladies and gentlemen my friends Haley reinhardt hey what's going on <laughs> Happy St. Patty's. How you doing? Good. How you doing? Where you at? I'm good. I'm in my guest room and uh I got a big reveal for you. Oh <laughs> shit. Maybe I shouldn't leave it on though in case this isn't a um we haven't probably sent out release forms in case somebody might unless somebody has epilepsy and dies during the stream. Because <laughs> <laughs> Haley turned <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy is as somebody who enjoys smoking weed st patrick's day just leaves you know when people discard their st patrick's day stuff i can just pick it up and wear it the other 364 days you know what i mean right totally you know what's kind of hilarious is it was easier for me to find this silly thing than a green shirt i just i couldn't <laughs> I always free like I don't buy into the you know on St. Patrick's Day I don't wear green and I don't wear red on Valentine's Day. You know I, <laughs> I, I I'm too old to do that. Do you know what I mean? I think I did it when I was but like Jake's Jacob's birthday today. Oh so nice. 
so he wears green and stuff. He's like, you wearing green? I'm like, dude, I'm a grown up. Like, I can't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you Irish? We're no, we're Jewish. Like, yeah, I mean, you especially don't have to wear green also. I mean, not yeah. that I doubt that people in Ireland are actually like even celebrating today like we would here. I don't know. Haley, my thing about St. Patrick's Day is like New Year's Eve, which is it's the night that the amateurs go out. Right. You got to watch out. Yeah. These are the people you don't want to party with. I Have you ever, do you know what I mean? You know, when you're out with people who only go out like, like mom's night out, they're only out like once every six months, some shit is going down because okay. they've only left the house once every six months, you know? Yeah. I can smell it now. I can yeah. sniff it out. I can just oh. look at a bar and not go in. Like actually in Ireland, like, uh, my boyfriend drew like he looked at the spot and he's like oh no 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 we can't go in there just by telling how the bouncers were carrying themselves and how there was like a ruckus and then we went around the block this was in dublin of course went around the block and there was ambulances and people getting thrown out i was like okay all right so these are <laughs> there's red flags you know <laughs> do you know when i went to dublin for the festival over there right wow and um i like looking at weird shit and i don't know if you drove around dublin at all it's yeah. Beautiful, but the one place that I went that I don't know a lot of people that went to, do you know they have a leprechaun museum there? Oh, I went. Well, me too. Big chair that makes you look so teeny. And I love that. You know what the best part of that was for, for me was there was this like amazing sassy guide and she was like our, our tour guide, right? And she's like, Oh, and you know, there's there's leprechauns and fairies and all those things, but they're just all this folklore, you know, or are they? And she got all yeah. and like, you know, leaving us on this cliffhanger, like, wait, 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 wait. She just said all this stuff was fake, but is it? And then you you get the sense that they really do believe in it, and it makes you a believer too, or at least for me. <laughs> well, there were a couple of rooms that really made me laugh. So guys, when you go in there, that first room. You remember where they showed you the authentic leprechaun clothing? Like they don't wear this and they looked more like, uh, it looked like more like boy scout kind of attire. Yeah. But in the opening, in the first room, as far as artifacts go, I was a little skeptical because they had a box of lucky charms. <laughs> but my favorite part was the tour guide because she was, Yeah. I, I walked out of there and I was like, Hey, if you ever wondered what happened to that person who was the head of the musical theater department in your high school, <laughs> she's running the tours over in Dublin. Maybe we had the same chick. She was super animated, kind of had this edge to her that I loved. Um, maybe had some pink in the hair. I don't know before pink was cool in the hair. Yep. I don't know. It was really, it was, Really fun. Everybody should go. If you have a chance to be in Ireland, which is probably the most magical place I've ever been in my life. Yeah. I, I went on many, many crazy journeys and found um, a well that nobody really knows of called Father Moore's Well. It's like a healing well. And just took this like crazy journey and spent the whole day searching like on these winding, like crazy hilly roads and actually found this place. 
And um, it was it was fascinating. The whole place just makes you kind of in awe. And, you know, you remember how beautiful and magical this world is. If you yeah. Just it, you know, can I ask you, because how big was the I know you say you're from Chicago, but are you from a smaller town? Like, how big is the town you're from? Yeah, um, I don't even know how how big or how small the town is. It's it's wheeling. It's a, it's actually, interestingly enough, like one of the up and coming kind of towns and it has like really good food and like this you know seafood spot that nobody has so like it was surprising to me and everybody once we saw it on this list of like top 10 cities to check out yeah really but um it's not it's not too big but it's definitely um it's definitely got its charm you know well have you because you know i came from a small town in western mass probably i guess thirty five thousand people and yeah. One of the the benefits from my our jobs is that you get to travel. Yeah. And, you know, I was recently thinking back on how much just traveling and seeing other people and how they live has really made my world so much bigger. Do you know what I mean? Like there's so many things that I know I grew up believing that just traveling and seeing how other people live that I'm like, oh, this is this is not this is not the way the world is. Have you found that to be true? Has it opened your mind up in a lot of ways? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I can't tell people enough. Like if you have that opportunity, travel because it, it broadens, you know, like you said, your, your state of mind. And I think like um, it's just as essential as learning or going to college or something like these are like where you I don't know, like you're exposed to culture and all these kind of street smarts and different different ways of life to where, I don't know, you 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 evolve as a human and you're not as judgmental. Um, you know, you look at the world and and can have more empathy. There's just so many things that I've learned from from traveling and and you know, you're not as comfortable, obviously, in your yeah. in your own bubble. So for us, I think like we can thrive in those situations and just kind of jump into whatever. And that makes that makes life more fun. And, you know, I feel for the people who haven't left their hometowns and I'm yeah. like, get out. Even if it's just one trip across the world, like do it, you know, it's going to, it's going to change your life. Yeah. Or even like I tell people, obviously some people, you know, you really got to pick and choose and vacations are tough and, but yeah. go somewhere where you don't think you're going to see just all people who look and act like you. Oh yeah. It's so important to go and go, Oh, all these people are actually living their lives the same way we do. They all want the same thing there. Do you know what I mean? Like that oh, yeah. they're, they're not really different people. They're just this, there's, we're all trying to just live life the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can just like kind of witness the the beauty of their specific culture. And another cool thing is, is I feel like I've learned so much about myself. Like when I was a young kid traveling to places like Taiwan and Bali and stuff, I was just basically alone and I got to know me more. And, and yeah. also, it was really interesting to be in a place where you couldn't understand anything. So it was kind of like, you know, you're, you're alone with your thoughts in a cool way and you're not, you're not um, kind of being constantly distracted because it's this other kind of music in the air that you don't even understand. That's bad. And you were by yourself? Yeah, I mean, I had, I had like, uh, for most of it, my, she's still my friend now, but she was my manager, Kiara, and she was only like a couple years older than me, but we'd have our own villas. And, you know, we were just in this like, yeah. 
girls together, like taking on the world. And it was just like wild, really wild. It's fascinating. Now I have to ask you about, since you're a huge actress now, <laughs> Try. how different is that? So I, I'm somebody who likes to do a lot of different types of arts. Yeah. How different is it? Like your preparation for, as far as singing, I know it's completely different, right? But is there anything similar in the preparation, like between getting ready for music and getting ready to act at all? Um, particularly this first big role that I got to play in Robert Rodriguez's movie, We Can Be Heroes. I'm like playing a superhero where my power is singing. So there's already like so many similarities. And when I hit the stage, I kind of take on this like alter ego persona. That's yeah. me, but like, you know, it's a little more diva-esque. And that's basically what I got to channel for this role. I was literally just like diving in and, and like really doing up the whole diva aspect of it. So I was very comfortable to say the least. And um, it was such a seamless process because I was either, I think I was about to go on tour. So I flew in, it was on set for like four days, got everything done, had like a nice singing part in the movie that me and Robert like made up together. And then I head out on the road. So I, I think that's not how it always goes. Yeah. The cast was there for like the entire summer, which I would have been happy to do, but it was just kind of this um, perfect, you know, uh, entrance into this new world for me because it was really similar to what I'd kind of been doing. How fucking cool is it you got to work with Robert Rodriguez? How, I mean, your first jump in, how fucking cool is that? I literally cannot even say enough good things about this man. Like, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in um, just like planting these seeds and putting like out there what you want to get back from from the universe. And um, Robert just kind of like, you know, directly reached out and asked me, he's like, me and my daughter are fans of your music. We'd love to write you into this script for this movie. I'm like, you're literally making my dreams come true. And we kind of had this mutual like, I don't know, very... Um, it was almost spontaneous feeling and we got to collaborate and he let me like decide what to sing and, and it turned into this whole like minute and a half chunk of the movie that was like a the, the like kind of emotional part and yeah. I'm, not only am I like a part of this but he's like giving me a nice moment to shine and he's letting me collaborate with him it just all seems very like surreal and I don't know if this is how everybody works but I'm very grateful to work with this man because he's He's the cream of the crop, you know? You know what? I, you said something I guess I had never thought of before, which is, which maybe makes sense why some singers can trance, can move into acting kind of seamlessly, is you do become a, di a different person on stage a little bit. Like you have to have a little bit of that diva in you really when you're out yeah. there performing, right? So you most do you think most singers have like an alternate ego for the stage? I think more than others. Like for me, it's a hundred percent real. Like I'm not putting anything on. I just feel like I'm able to basically be my my most authentic self right. without anybody being able to interrupt. <laughs> you know, like I don't have to worry about anything. I can crack all my stupid jokes on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Have a little hot coffee. <laughs> Nobody can stop it. <laughs> Man, you listen, you've sat down on the couch with some of the biggest comics 
and you held your own 100%. You said yes. I was so impressed. Both my wife and I, I was like, can you believe she just came and sat down? Like no questions. You were just like, yeah, I'll do it. It's intimidating. People have told me anyways, that it's intimidating to sit down on the couch with a, in a show with it's you and a bunch of comics. Yeah. Because they're used to the pace and the riffing and all of that stuff. And sometimes you just get caught up watching, but you never did. Did you have brothers and sisters? Did you? Uh, I have a little sister. I did a lot of improv growing up. Ah. Um, but I, I mean, still for me, it, more than anything, I think it's just like that kind of sing or swim aspect that I've been constantly put in in life, like even with music and stuff. And if I'm getting the opportunity, there's no way I'm going to say no. And at the very least, if I'm just sitting on that couch and being able to like witness some cool comics doing their thing, like that's amazing. So I, I'm grateful for all the um, times that we've had on your awesome shows, a lot of different shows at this point. Like, yeah. 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 Oh, that's right. The Josh Wolf show. That was where we first, now you still, you're not still singing with those guys, right? Uh, not at the moment, but I, I may do something um, at some point again which it's been a while. So we'll see. Is, is that something like, um, the guy it's, I'm mean, see, um, uh, tell me if I've got this wrong, but there's one dude who basically put that band together. Yeah. Yeah. And there's rotating singers. Yeah. A bunch of singers. And, and yeah, keep going. Well, who, who, how do they decide like how they like that version of creep? Is that something he does? You all do like, how does that work? Well, I think that they already had an arrangement as far as music goes, um, you know, on deck, but I've always wanted to sing that song. And the way it works with me is, you know, I can't perform a song unless like I'm already feeling it here in the heart. And every song mainly that I've done with PMJ, I've picked out or talked about with Scott to collaborate on because I can't just do some top 40. I've kind of been like going into the more of the grungier songs because so many of these songs like Black Hole Sun and Creep, like there's so many of these elements that can easily be kind of swung or turned into jazz. They're just, there's so much depth to them. Yeah. And it's more fun for me to already like be way into a song and, and interpret that my own vocal way, you know? Your vocals have that. Now your voices are different, but to me, Soundgarden is a perfect band for you to sing because you're you 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 give me the same goosebumps that Chris Cornell. You have the same passion, and he was uh, the power in his voice. He's one of my top five rock. Yeah, me too. Vocal. I mean, his vocals, black uh, uh, blow up the outside world for me is such a. His vocals are so dark. His lyrics are so dark. Yeah. Do you know there was something so, but, but you, your voice to me captures those type of lyrics so well. What, what, what is it like is, what is your favorite type of music to sing? Is it, is it, is it a sultry kind of jazzy blues? Yeah, maybe. I'm just like, I'm such a music lover and fan that um, if I were to be doing my, like for my own, like four albums, I would call it like a retro soul vibe. Um, but I, you know me, like I love everything from straight up, like real classic rock and roll to straight up jazz to pop funk. Like I really love it all. So my, <laughs> my goal of life is to continue to, 
you know, like not to break down the boundaries and continue to just do whatever genre I'm feeling at the time, because there's just so much to love out there. And there's no reason to just pigeonhole it into one little thing, you know? Why do you think that people like say your age and younger haven't latched on to rock and roll as much? It's, Mm. it's interesting to me because for me, and this is maybe my generation, the rock, the guys who sang rock and the women who sang rock were the kind of the truth tellers. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, it seems like the new rock and roll is hip hop and rap and stuff. And I think because it's, um, I don't know. Like, I think that, um, there's just this, there's just this wave and you know how like rock and roll was looked, was frowned upon and called like the devil's music and all that. And now a lot of people can say the same for a lot of rap and stuff out there. Yeah. It's just interesting how generationally it seems to be That's shifting to that. I think that rock is always going to have a, a place and, and there's still lovers out there. It's just a little more underground right now. Um, it, it is. I bet you, the most popular rock bands, I would bet all the lead singers are over 40 years old. Yeah. Well, yeah, totally. And I mean, thank God that there's like bands out there like Cage the Elephant that are still like, you know, leading the the path and, and paving the way for the rest of us to still like be able to do that. Yeah. Um, Have you heard Rival Sons? Hell yeah. I love it. <laughs> Yo, I the first Rival Sun song I heard, I was like, what the? F- this yeah. is happening right now? How did I not know that? I think I might have even DM'd them and said, like, if you need, if you want to go on tour together, like, I might have even done that <laughs> 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 a few times, but they might have been, I don't know, either that or I just, like, you know, was like, thank you for like, yeah. keeping I- it alive. This they they really do. They play straight up there, and there's a smaller band that if you like guitar rock, like yeah. '80s kind of guitar rock, there's a band that's in the Midwest called Hero Junior that mm. just plays straight up guitar rock. Now I will say you have done something that is on my list of bucket list stuff. Yeah. You've you've sung with Steven Tyler. <laughs> He's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Now, listen, I will say I'm not sure um, the current look of him looking like my grandma is the one I is my favorite look. (laughs) But 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 this dude, (laughs) this, this dude, the way look, you know, better than any of us, the way he sang to keep his voice for as long as he had. Yeah, has he's so is is crazy because most guys, you know, if you you can hear it with Bono and these the guys who have to pull back a little bit or drop it an octave, McCartney finally did, but Steven Tyler, yeah, I know he's a he's definitely a phenom, you know, Um, and I I just I I love I love whenever I get a chance. Like the last time I really had an experience was opening up for him. Uh, back in the Midwest at one of his uh, shows at this festival. And um, I was like in his, his trailer with him, touched his nipple. Like, I don't even know. (laughs) Wait a second. You can't breeze over that. Yeah. (laughs) He was wearing like some see-through shirt that was like, I I mean, it was just very, you know, out in the open. And I think like somehow like, (laughs) 
And, you know, and then we're backstage, like doing a picture with our middle fingers up, which I never do. Like throughout my life, I've always turned people down and said, no, I don't want to flick the camera off. Like it's just never felt right to me. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like, (laughs) I don't care. Um, It's rock and roll, baby. (laughs) I don't know if you, if you, if you read any rock biographies or autobiographies, but their book, Walk This Way is, (laughs) oh, you, you you read it and you're like when you read about people like he he'll talk about how you know he could do entire concerts that he didn't remember i bet entire shows but the best thing about that book haley yeah is so say steven tyler would say something then the other band members would get to respond to it so they read what each other, they are answering questions wow. they get to read the responses and then they get to respond to it underneath. Was that, so, or was that scarily like, like a fight? It text? was a, it's such a good fucking book. Oh, and somebody wow. in the chat says Greta Van Fleet is pretty good. I do like Greta Van Fleet a lot. I don't know if you've heard them. I, I have. Yeah. The, the uh, Led Zeppelin. Sound yeah. <laughs> His yeah. voice sounded like that at 18 years old. I was like, what? Uh, that's cool. Yeah, it's crazy. I I want to know, like, are you are you looking to do more acting? Yeah, I am. I'm like trying to get serious and I just got some headshots done and I'm, you know, wanting to, I don't know, like, I don't know where this will take me, but we are going to do a sequel, first of all, with this movie. So that's dope. But um, but there's just so much I want to do. So I, I think this is like the perfect time and opportunity to hopefully like start submitting stuff and doing a bunch of self tapes and I'm, I'm into it. I want to, I want to take it as far as I can. What would be, so for me, my dream role ever. <laughs> yeah. Danny Zuko from Greece. Oh, love for, I never got to play it, but if you were telling me one thing you could do, what would be that role? A hundred percent. Do you have a dream role? Like something where you're just like, I would have done anything to play that. Sandy. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Sandy. Um, I mean, I love, first of all, that movie. And I would, I would love to have played when I watch it. I want, I'm like, okay, I'm part Sandy. I'm part Rizzo. I'm part Mar- Marty. Like I love yeah. all the characters so much. Um, but I, I mean, I've always wished that I, if they did another Austin Powers, that I could be the the sidekick chick. Oh, that's amazing! We got to come up with a good name for you. Oh my God, I know. I would, I would love that, or something like you know, in James Bond, or like even oh, Bond like a, girl. yeah, Bond girl, and and have the soundtrack, the song too, because I want everything. <laughs> How great would that be if the next Bond girl sang the soundtrack, but this, but the sound, the song should just be "I'm Hot." I'm hot. (laughs) You know, I I saw Prince twice. Wow. One of the times I saw him, uh, you remember the last project before he passed? I think he was doing that project with those three women. Do you remember that? It was like a rock band, and he he was bringing these three women out and about with him, and um. He, at one point, because people wanted to hear some Prince songs, mm-hmm. he went into a medley of all of his songs. Okay. And the chorus to the medley was, I got too many hits, sir. I've got too many hits, sir. 
And he sang it like six times. And then he would go back and do a little medley and he'd be like, I got too many hits. Uh. That's amazing. But you know what? He's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like nobody was in the crowd. Like, fuck this guy. Everyone was like, yeah, he does have probably too many hits. Yeah. I, I for me, he's the ultimate. If you if I if you were like you could only listen to one person's music for the rest of your life, he's your me, it'd be the Beatles or Prince. It's definitely Beatles for me, um, but I'm a huge Prince fan, and I mean it's it's a hard one, but I've just like I've kind of grown up and and breathed and lived like Beatles my whole life, so it's they're not even like just a band to me at this point. It's kind of like family or religion. <laughs> I get like yeah. well listening to them these days. I, I, I'm with you. I a couple things for me. One, I, meeting McCartney was the what was the and like I was like I don't need to meet a human. When did you meet him? It was on my many travels with Chelsea, oh. and it was like a five second. Maybe more than five seconds. I did get to ask him a question I don't always want to ask him. And he said exactly what I had wished he was going to say. What did you ask? I was like, you ever get tired playing Let It Be? Hey, Jude. And he goes, do you get tired of hearing him? And I said, no. And he goes, yeah, the concert's not for me. It's for you. Aww. And I was like, yeah. That's what, you know what I mean? I was like, yes. He's the best. Like, that's my end all be all. I'm praying that that's like one of the goals that I haven't, you know, manifested quite yet, but I want to meet him and I've met him in my dreams. And I mean, that, that is like the epitome, just like Steven. And you know, Steven's like the biggest Beatle fan ever. Yeah. He's been uber, you know, just inspired by that band forever. Um, But I mean, Paul is like the quintessential, like perfect role model. I mean, for many reasons, but he's, he's, he's just a class act, you know, he's yeah. always got it together. And I almost met him and then I missed, I didn't get, it was just a bad thing. I didn't get to do it. And I'm eating my hat. Still this day. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a really difficult question for those of yeah. us Beatle fans, favorite um, Beatle album. Now I want to tell people who don't listen to the Beatles, you're missing out because yeah. this is for me, this is the one band that in a decade, less than a decade, how many albums they put out yes. and how basically after the first two, every album was different. They changed who they are, yeah. what their sound was, yep. how they wrote, what their music was. Name me another band that did that and had every album be a fucking banger. Josh. Do you know what I mean? Like, no dude, like verbatim. Like I say this to people all the time. I'm like, over 13 albums in six years, like you're, you, you, they, it's like, you could see not only the involvement through music, but like, you just knew that they were kind of just had this spiritual awakening happening. And it's like, you could grow with this band at a vast rate and, and everything about them stylistically, like their clothes to their music, to their way of like just speaking and way of life and what, how they traveled. It's just, uh, I mean, they're just, they'll always be ahead of their time. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think like when, when life changes my taste, like my album changes sometimes too. the one I like, oh, that's the one for me. That's yours. Yeah. The white album. 
I I had like a couple years where I was like, yes, this is the one. And there's so much to love about all of them, but I always kind of go back to Rubber Soul. Um, yeah. Do you, um, do you know what for me, and this is, uh, and Matt Thompson saying Revolver. Yeah, Rubber Soul and Revolver. You yeah. said one, but those two are all yeah. in rotation. Because to me, that's when they really started to go, let's see what we can do here. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were so like, I can't, I can't picture a band doing that now. I can't because fans don't want you to change who you are as an artist. They like your I think fans might, but the people in charge of everything won't allow it because I mean, they're making bucks one way why experiment and take a risk, which oftentimes uh, if you do take risks on artists, that's when you see your biggest successes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know what else people have to remember that as artists, we change. And so what changes with us is what we, excuse me, what we want to express and how we want to express it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Why? I mean, it's only natural to evolve. If you're not evolving, like then what is the point of all this? You know? I, now this is jo- uh, Joshua Flores. You have to listen to the Lennon Claypool experience. I don't know that I know what that is. Is that um? Is that, like is, a, is that a collaboration? Or like um like a spin on on their songs or something? There's some really good like Fab Four. I think is one of yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, the Beatles stuff. The Fab Four. Those guys that they play in Vegas and stuff like that. And yeah. I, I I have gone and seen a couple of those bands. Um, just for, just to listen to the music. Like, I don't know if you guys, and guys, that's the StreamYard link if you want to join down below. Um, like I've done, have you seen Beatles Love? A couple of times. Like uh, when I was on Idol, that was like my my main goal was like beyond the show at that point. If we were, if we got through the Vegas round, then we would be able to, where we performed on that same stage, by the way, if we yeah. got through that round, we were able to see the show. So I was like, I, this just took it up a couple notches for me. Now I really want to get through because I want to see this damn show. And I've seen it more than once now. And it's, it's incredible. I love the soundtrack too. Me too. A, a couple of things, by the way, I love your buddy Casey, man. I love his content. <laughs> I love who he is. I love his silliness. Like I I've met him a couple of times. I really dig that dude. You know, I like offbeat people who are just doing what they do yeah. and do it well. He seems like a super talented, but really chill, fun guy. He really is. And he, I, I've been really digging these like funky out there videos of Me his. Like, like you could be the the next Weird Al Yankovic if you wanted to. Like he, he's got it in him, you know? So I'm, I'm proud of him that he just is authentically himself, like you're saying. You yeah, know? I love that, man. Now, okay. So if you... Um, there, there are a bunch of people underneath and and we'll see if we can get you guys some questions. Um, tell me something. And this is one last thing I want to ask you before. Would you ever do stand up? Yeah. Would you ever uh, do stand up? Well, I, I think I would. I, I had a, a little taste of it once before with my friend, Mo Collins, um, where she got me up and I had like different stories planned, but I ended up like changing it because I had a, a flight from hell. So I like ended up telling the story about how I had to jump out of a plane. 
um, that was like, you know, taxing basically. So what? That, it, it went over really well though. And I, and I, I really enjoyed it. And I feel like I'm kind of like at my shows, I'm always putting myself in a really vulnerable place and like making stupid jokes just as they come to mind and just making fun of myself. So I think I have so much respect for what you guys do because I think it's even more vulnerable than, than singing songs sometimes. And, and because you guys are just, you're, you're setting yourself up. We're waiting for some claps and stuff, but you guys are like doing that constantly throughout your set. Um, and you're, you're always waiting for the, that, uh, response, like an immediate response. Um, so I, I, anyway, I just, I have a lot of respect for what you guys do and I, who knows, I would love to do some, some of that someday. <laughs> Can I hear the story? <laughs> oh my God. Um, because I want you to, Steve just said her stand up with Mo was awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Um, yeah, I'll try to make a long story short, but um, basically I was heading back to go home for Christmas and I was on a, a plane and it had been like delayed for four hours and and then like another hour sitting on the plane. It just was like stuck. We're not moving. And eventually they're like, okay, now we're finally gonna taxi. So we started taxiing the plane and then one by one people start coughing. And I'm like, what's going on? And it started smelling kind of funky. And I was like, it smells like some burning plastic or something. Like what is going on? Some people are like tapping on the, you know, stewardess and she's like flying back and forth down the, the aisles and just like kind of like looking like a chicken with her head cut off. And, um, and then, but, you know, before you know it, there's the guy, the pilot, and he's like, well, folks, uh, you know, looks like we're going to have to actually deplane, uh, get off this thing as soon as possible. Cause there's some corrosion in the back. And I'm like, oh my God, like if <laughs> we only had 8 million hours to figure this out before. <laughs> we um, so yeah. So then we stood, but the funny part is we were still sitting there for another like 40 minutes and I'm just like, okay, you're telling us something's like corroding and like about to like blow. And yet we're still on this plane. It's one of those like 1950s planes that looks like it's like made of paper and it can <laughs> bend and break at any moment. And, it, and there's only 13 of us on the plane, which is also pretty hilarious uh, looking back at that. Um, but the, and we're like, okay, so what's going on? We're all just standing there crouched under this. Well, I can stand cause I'm like miniature. Yeah. But everybody else is like crouching and um, she's like, okay, I don't know, everybody, we have to jump. There's no there's no slide, we have to go now. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, there's no time to get the, the, the slide and the plane. She was freaking. So we literally had to like take our bags and no. jump off of this plane. And it's <laughs> we're just like, okay. And like, nobody broke their legs. I don't know how, like, thank God there wasn't old people on You jumped plane. out of a plane? I jumped, it was like at least a 12 foot drop. And, and, you know, we had our bags and then they're just like, just jump and run, jump and run. I felt like I was in Mission Impossible or something. And I Wait, jump and run. Yeah, I jumped and ran. And I'm looking back in the pouring rain with my bags and there's like ambulances and fire trucks right behind me, like pulling up to the plane. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Had to stay at night in uh, Minneapolis and like nearly missed Christmas. It was like, oh, here's your $300 voucher. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, $300 voucher, which I'm going to spend on tequila because I'm scared nice. out of my mind. <laughs> exactly. Do you know the, I think the, and I've flown a lot. So I feel really lucky that I haven't had any worse, any experiences like that. Yeah. I think the worst thing 
I was at LAX and I was on a plane and we were backing out, you know, and uh, the flight attendant comes on. He goes, all right, everybody, um, go ahead. And if you're on the right side of the plane, lift up your blinds. They were all down because it was nighttime. It was a red eye. Everyone was about to go to sleep. Yeah. And he goes, and if you see over there, that's, that's a plane that's on fire. So he made us lift our, he was like, that's a plane that's on fire. He said, I, I always say, he said, um, I always say planes are safer than escalators, but not that one, apparently. All right, everybody buckle up. And we were like, what the fuck? Like you, before we take off, all of us who were about to go to sleep, you told us to lift our blinds and look at a plane that had just caught on fucking fire. Was this in the air or were you on the ground? On the ground, about to take off. About to take off. Settling. <laughs> so when, boom, there, as soon as he said, all right, everybody, close those blinds back down, there was about, boom, boom, about 30. <laughs> 30 people were like, bing, bing, hey, do we have to take off now? Like, uh, can we wait? Uh, can He's, you? Sometimes, man, sometimes these pilots come out with some stuff. Like, they should have their own comedy hour. Don't use it on, on us. <laughs> And your five minutes, take it somewhere else. Yeah, man. Don't show us the plane on fire. And as somebody who flies high, yeah, right. I don't fly not stoned. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means. Like when people are like, "Are you getting high on a plane?" I'm like, "High, higher." Like I'm already high. Just don't have to ask me. There. <laughs> Do you ever trip out from doing that? Well, on the plane, like the one you gave me, that was like two hundred and fifty. <laughs> I don't even think I've taken that yet. I'm too scared. <laughs> All right, I just have to cut it into like six. Yeah. <laughs> I think I told you a couple times, be careful with that one. Be, be careful. Oh, you, you made that so clear. <laughs> it says do not touch. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's a deal. I generally don't freak out unless the pilot pilot says, hey, look at that plane. It's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I'm fine. But if you're telling me, hey, we're about to take off, that people on that plane are dying. All right, see you later. You're like, what? Yeah. I I will tell you one time because I've I have I also have been experimenting a little bit with mushrooms lately. And um I like them so much, Haley. They they really yeah, yeah. They really just I don't know. And I wake up the next day feeling better. For, mm -hmm. Like I've like something like I figured something out or like I cleansed something, you know? Yeah. Very grounding. I, so I have these, I had pills, weed pills that looked like the mushroom pills. Mm -hmm. And so there was one flight where I took the mushroom pills <laughs> and then I found the weed pills <laughs> while we were taxiing to take off. And I was like, Oh no. <laughs> I was like, oh, I better, I'm going to try to go to sleep right now. Like some wild dreams. I'm sure. Oh, I woke up. And <laughs> We're outside on the wing of the plane. I woke up Haley and I turned to the dude sitting next to me and uh, he was still reading. And I go, Hey, and he goes, yeah. And I go, hey, I just want you to know I'm a total. Exactly what I said. I go, I want you to know I'm a totally normal dude, but things might get a little weird. And he oh. was like, what? He goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. 
again, this is things you don't say to your freaking. I didn't like. I didn't want to be. I wanted to give him a heads up. Do you know what I mean? My God. So I well, when you first said that. I thought you were gonna say something like, "But right now, I'm a tortoise." <laughs> I told him, I go, look, I told him exactly what happened. And he started to laugh and he goes, all right, man. He goes, I, I've taken plenty of mushrooms. He said, if you start to freak out, let me know. And so I was like, it wasn't like a microdose situation. Um, it was a little more than two grams. Mm. So it wasn't full trip balls, but it yeah. was definitely high. Okay. You know, two grams will definitely get me high, you know, and plus I took the edibles just to try to balance out the mushrooms. That, that didn't, that didn't work. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to help your case. Oh my God. <laughs> Do you fly stoned? Um, yeah, sometimes, I mean, like a little bit goes a long way for me. I'm, I, I'm not like, I don't do it as much or frequently, like as I used to, I guess not like every single day. Um, <clears throat> but you know, like it is again, like it's, it's for me, it's been so good for like stomach issues to anxieties and you know, it does like help to relax you on a plane. So that that's definitely been um, something that I'm, I'm into a little yeah. bit. I'm into it too. You know, uh, yeah. the, the <laughs> do, do you find as far as writing songs that getting a little faded helps or no? I am pretty, uh, professional, I guess when it comes to this, I like to treat stuff like that as like a gift and a present to myself after I've done something I feel um, really good about. I feel like, well, really one time I was back home and I was singing this song that I've sang the first song ever. It's a, a country song, Blue from Leanne Rhymes. And I, I sang it since I was like seven on stage with my parents. And one time I went home and was hanging out and had you know some good times with my friends, brought the homies into this club that's basically like my backyard, like the club we've had every party in my parents band play there. So <laughs> I sang blue and I forgot the words. And I was, I mean, I've sang this a gazillion times. I'm like, I am never getting stoned before yeah. singing again. Like this is <laughs> ridiculous. My dad was just playing guitar like. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I'm, I like to uh, treat it as, as a, a present, you know? I do love Haley. And by, I, I do love the relationship that you have with your dad, you know, as a parent, whenever I would hear you talk about playing with your dad and the band that it really, it touches me in such a way just to, because it's, it's, it's important to me to see grown up kids have that kind of relationship with their parents. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it makes me feel really good. Like it, when I, you know, the relationship that I have with Jacob to me is so special mm -hmm. for that reason, you know, that you've graduated past parent and kid. And now, I mean, he's still my kid, right? But we're also friends. Yeah. It's yeah. how did, ha, has your relationship with your dad always been that way? 
Yeah, and it's funny because I was thinking about this. I just followed Jake uh, right before our interview, and I and I thought about this connection, and I think that's another, you know, just another tied-in reason why you and I really see each other because um, it's so important, and I see that special bond that you guys have with him and um, you and Bethany, and it's just it's beautiful, and there's there's nothing like it. Um, me and my dad, I mean, music has been such a beautiful way for us to bond and you know how music makes you feel and and like i described earlier it's like a religion it's it's kind of um larger than life so that's like the bond i feel with with him and my mom uh and my sister like we're just i don't know like i'm so i'm far away you know they're in chicago i'm in la um but they're the ones i call with every little decision and They've been so gracious uh, to give me advice and and to always answer um, my call. And they're they're the only ones that I really seek for like really true and honest advice because they'll they they know how to give it to me. They yeah. they they're my own. <laughs> I know I'm my own worst critic, but they're also a part of that. Yeah. Uh, but I appreciate it because I know that they're not ever gonna bullshit me. And it's um you need those people in your life, especially in a wild place like LA where you're not always quite sure who's, who's real uh, and who ain't, you know? Oh yeah. You know, we moved to Nashville. I know. <laughs> is that why? <laughs> well, you know, I will tell you is it's interesting. This past year has shown me how many friends I had and how many work acquaintances I had. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, and that was, eye-opening for me, yeah. really eye-opening. Like, you know, I know who I checked in on. I know who I reached out to and was like, Hey, I know things are tough. Just checking in on you. Some people who I know who don't have family in town and Hey, if you need to come over or whatever. Yeah. And, um, there were a lot of people that just never, because it wasn't about work or something I could do for them that never reached back. And I was like, that's good. This is good information to have. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This is, I never, I never, I don't look at that stuff as a negative. I'm like, I'm glad I have this information now. Oh yeah. Like there's you know? been a lot of true colors shown during this, this, uh, time and this pandemic. <laughs> like it's, it's, uh, it's eye opening, And it, like you said, I look at it the same way. It's, it's just good for me to know and, um, you know, keep it yes. in my mind. Now, are you playing live this Saturday? What's Saturday? I don't know. Somebody just said right here, Haley Reinhardt and band is playing live on Saturday. Oh, Harry Ryan, my dad. Oh, yes. my parents are. Yeah. Well, they are. But they, they're playing again in Chicago, which is awesome. They're playing tonight, I think, or today as well for St. Patrick's Day. Um, so they're they're on a you know, Chicago is kind of back in the swing of things, way more than LA. I mean, you're not gonna see Anybody performing here, you're gonna, you know, you you can catch me at the Trader Joe's arguing <laughs> for women. Um, <laughs> not enough action and performance that you're getting lately. Are you talking about that Trader Joe's on Hazeltine and Riverside? Because that place is a disaster. There's a few disasters. There's the one that just opened recently, and there was a lady behind me, and she's like. All right. Why does everybody have to come to this one? She's talking kind of to herself, but I'm there, so I'm like, oh well, I don't know. <laughs> opened it and it's new, and she's like, yeah, but why? There's plenty of other ones, and I'm like thinking in my head, like, same reason you're here, lady. 
to eat. Yeah. To get food. I get in there and there's another woman who is like, I'm talking to my cousin in one aisle by the crackers. And she's just like, <laughs> well, I really want to get something from over here, but apparently these two don't want to get to it. I'm like, I'm like, um, hi, did you have, did you need to get something over here? She's like, well, yeah, but you don't need to ask nicer. And she's like, yeah. well, and she just keeps going and going. So the, the exit was my favorite part because she's still yelling at me. And I'm like, she's like, I'm like, oh, yeah. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> goes all the way around the aisle. We're doing this back and forth thing. Uh, <laughs> and for me, I'm laughing at this yeah. point having a ball i don't know what she's doing either she had an inner piece that i couldn't see or she was just talking to herself about being my cousin but there always seems to be a lot of anger happening at trader Joe's. you know why because those parking lots are like there's like seven spots true and they were trying to fit 300 people in the parking lot true. there are there are like if you want to see some shit go you want to see people get mad Go to a parking lot of Trader Joe's. Especially during a pandemic where people are losing their minds. Shit is going down. Um, all right. Tell me something. And you know what? I, I wanted to tell you something. First of all, you know, I know a lot of people asked me this coming into this. Hey, are you going to ask her? They had a lot of questions about Idol. And I tell them the same thing that I would, and I'm going to tell you. I don't like answering questions about Chelsea lately anymore. Not because I didn't enjoy my time and not because I'm bitter or mad. I'm a different human. I'm in a, I, so many things have happened. I've answered every question, mm -hmm. every question. And I really have so much more that I have to offer. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I feel bad when I tell people, I just don't, I don't have anything else to say about it. Do you know what I mean? And is that kind of where you are with it also? Like you, I'm sure you, for three years after it, you answered every fucking question in the national. Yeah. And I still have to sometimes, like I always just kind of sound probably like a broken record, but I'm like, I have the utmost respect for what they've, you know, done for me. Um, but at the same time, like I've never used it as this crutch to get me anywhere. I've worked my fanny yes. off to get me where I am. And I, and I, like you just said, it almost feels like a past life sometimes at this point. So it's kind of like talking on um, something that that happened in in like a dream or something. Mm -hmm. Like it, it was ten years ago this year. So a decade later, I've done so many other projects, and and I know that you relate and have as well. So you just wanna you wanna talk about the new new, you know? Yeah. It's um, that's yeah. it. It's and it's no disrespect. And I'll tell you something else. You know, I've done interviews with Beth where they ask me about being a single dad. And I say, Hey, I can't answer. I'm married to the woman of my dreams. Why are you asking me about what it, life was like? It's so disrespectful to her sitting right here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, so I'm with you. I just wanted to let you know, I can, I totally understand that and relate. And I'm sure there, I know there are a lot of people who did the show with us and I'm sure did the show with you who feel the same way. And so it's and, and and I feel bad because it's fans asking, right? And I don't want to be feel dismissive, but at the same yeah. time, like at some point, I just want I want to talk about other stuff. Yeah, you know? and, and for me, I don't. It's like if there's a few questions in there, that's oh, of course, that's all right, you know. And I and I um I'm happy to to kind of 
look back at these amazing kind of dreamlike sequences that that were were that time. But um, like you said, yeah, it's just it's nice to um, also give um, support to like the things that are actually happening in real time. And um, because there's so much going on, and and I'm I'm grateful for that, and I'm working hard on it. So you know, that's yeah, that's where we're at. All right, before I let you go, I I did promise. Is there anybody down below? Wave to me now. If you have a question for Haley, do you mind answering a question? Yeah, not at all. Okay. This is my friend, Ray Ray. Hello. She's right there. So I overheard. Oh, you, yeah. Oh, you didn't think they were going to be on screen. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she totally like, fuck that. I thought you were in my room. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <girl. laughs> well, you, you were like this. You're like, <laughs> Who's this fucking stranger? <laughs> you almost looked at me like, you know, there's somebody else on the screen. Did you know that that just happened? <laughs> That's amazing. How are you? Ray, Ray, How hit are it. you? Great. So Thank I overheard that you worked with Robert Rodriguez. Did you get to hear him play his guitar and sing? Ooh. You know what? Yes. He, um, he's such a talented musician and his kids. He is? Yeah, he plays. He's done so much of his soundtracks as well. And now his his kids actually did the soundtrack for the movie, for Heroes. Yeah. So his his daughter is a singer, and, and they do these cute videos together, and um, they'll produce stuff up together. She's got a great voice, and his son now makes the scores to these films. And Robert actually has come over to my crib pretty recently, actually, and we just set up this whole little jam thing, and he was playing like these tracks. And, and riffing over it. And we're all just kind of like, it's kind of like Nashville, like singing in the round. Yeah. And um, I invited a, you know, a buddy over and um, that plays guitar too. One of my guys, Balam, and you met Balam. Yeah, I really like that guy. Yeah, he's great. So we yeah. all just like took turns and uh, I knew that this kind of Spanish guitar vibe would be um, definitely, you know, resonate uh, with both of them. So he's, yeah, he's awesome. And and I love that he just has it on um, set all the time. So he just like goes on and plays his guitar uh, all the time, you know, throughout, throughout the entire uh, <laughs> shooting. It's Does cool. he play his Spanish guitar? And I'm forgive my ignorance. Is that a lot of 12 string or is it still six string? Um, I mean, it could be either, but I think he would, I think it's just a normal six string nylon probably. I remember the first time I heard someone play 12 string, I was super high. And his <laughs> finger, his, he was playing classical. So both of his hands were doing this. And I was like, what is, I, I can play a solid C, D and G. Yeah. Which means I could probably play every Blake Shelton song ever written, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, guys, I got time for one more. Anybody else down below? And then we gotta, we're going to let Haley go. Anybody else? Okay. Now, listen, pay no attention to this dude's name. His, Dave, how are you, man? Can't, can't see names right now. All right, good, good, good. Yeah. Hey, you got a question, man? Yeah. So, um, you know, everybody has their their one Jam Out in the Car song. Josh's is Wrecking Ball. Mine is Hold On by Wilson Phillips. What is your... Windows up, blasting the tunes, your jam out, top of your lungs song. Oh That's a good question. Wrecking Ball is mine, by the way. Oh, my God. Um, what's that uh, song that's like, no, 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 
You don't love me and I know more. It's like a total like reggae vibe. And it's in, that's what's in my CD player right now. And I don't even know what it's called. Cause I'm just impressed. You have a CD player. <laughs> Dude, I like to listen to AM radio and like <laughs> my station. Like I'm still angry about this. Like I, I'm like a big radio loving fan. My ox, Thing just doesn't work anymore so now i'm i'm just i've never just even tried fixing it i'm just you know radio that's it for me but i i don't even know the name of that song that's kind of sad <laughs> all right well listen Haley, i'm gonna let you go i want to give you one invite final invite you know i've been doing a lot of fun song parodies and videos and if you ever want to yeah. do a funny song with me yeah let me know we'll jam love- it yeah okay. let's do it You'll have to take care of all the talent part. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll do the rest of the other silly stuff. But is there anything you want to plug? And um, I do just want to say one last, like one of the reasons that I really dig you is you are, I like genuine people. I like people who don't change they are who they are because they're around different people. I like people who stay the same. I think, you know, your relationship with your family tells me a lot about you and how grounded you are and what's important to you. And um, I really, really think you're incredibly talented and wish you absolutely nothing but the best. Like, I love seeing you out there doing your thing. It really, really makes me happy because I genuinely like you as a person. So I I wish you nothing the best. If you have anything you want to plug, please go ahead and plug. And then I know you got shit to do today. Thank you so much, Josh. Um, I'm going to probably be in Nashville soon too. So I'll hit you up and we should like grab a coffee or a bite with the fam. Um, Mm -hmm. Thanks you guys for listening. Um, I am going to be coming out with an EP this summer and I haven't even officially announced it, but the title is off the ground. And um, so that's here. You heard it here first. Um, I'm excited about it though. Uh, So yeah, that is happening Check out We Can Be Heroes on Netflix and um, F is for Family season four is out. We're working on our last final season five. Um, yeah. Bill Burr is the man. He is. And I just saw him do a show actually, which was amazing to get out and, and laugh again. Um, yeah. Yeah. At this like outdoor theater. It was really cool. Yeah. So. He was he was on this pod a couple of weeks ago. He's a gen- oh, yeah. He's again, a genuine human. What you see is what you get. He's not going to bullshit you. He doesn't feel like he needs to bullshit you. I'm never offended by anything guys like that say because he's not trying to shock you. He's not trying to be edgy. He's telling you what he thinks. And yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. He's a, he's such a genuine dude and another person that's just like all about trying to um, embrace and help other people shine. Just like, like most of the people that I'm working with at this time, which is a, a gift in itself, you know, so he's a good dude. Haley, make sure you call me when you come out here. We'll go get some hot. We'll go get some hot chicken, and Ooh. I'll, I'll, I'll take it easy on the edibles. Okay. <laughs> well, it would be entertaining either way. So do do you, Josh? Okay. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Much love. Bye. Take care. Bye. Guys, how amazing is she? How amazing is she? You know, such a young woman uh, with who has. To have such a secure sense of who you are and not to change for an industry who I bet you some people told her, hey, you should do this type of music. And she did what she does. 
and is crushing it and did what she does, stuck to it, and now people are finding her. To have that dude call her. He's one of the biggest directors in the world ever, right? But she stuck to what was true to what she did. And then the people who matter found her. It is such a really cool lesson for all of us. You know, the other guy that I would say who did this remarkably was my buddy Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz, if you guys don't know him, was a comic who was everybody's favorite comic who was a comic, but who nobody knew. And he stuck and he stayed who he was until he was fucking 50, guys. Joe Diaz didn't hit till he was after 50. But he stuck to who he was and now he's crushing it. It's such a sometimes the hardest thing to do is to trust who you are. You know what I mean? And that it's enough. And um, it's people like Haley and, and Joe that remind us that be who you are. Like the truth wins. Your, your authentic self is truly what the people are most interested to see. It's such a crazy thing as an artist because when you first start and you're like, okay, these people are what popular. I got to do that. So I wonder if I make this art, if these people are going to like it. So your first mistake is making your art because you think other people are going to like it. Doing anything because you think other people are going to like it and not just because you like it. The people who are going to like it are going to find it. Those are the right people who are supposed to see it. Do you know? What? So much respect to her, man. I, I And she does have a great personality. You're right. And she's super funny. And so all these things, man, you know, and I... She's a person who could be incredibly full of herself. Why? She's successful, talented, funny, great personality, great family, beautiful, and she's just a normal fucking person. That's who we like to have on this show, guys. So, you know, that's, yeah, look, I mean, the chat, the best singer ever, very inspiring show today. Uh, great personality. Yeah, this is what um, this is what we like to bring to this show. So you guys, uh, thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, we're going to post this up for all of her fans. Um, it'll be over there on Spotify and Apple and all the other spots. And um, I really hope we, she and I do get to collaborate on one of my silly, silly tunes. Um, it would be a good time. And so you guys who uh, you guys who are down below, let me just bring you on real quick just to thank you for sticking it out and saying hello. Let's start with Laura. Laura, how are you? Well, Laura, I like your shirt. Good. Thanks. I bought it the last time you were here. I actually bought that is a fantastic them. shirt. That, what a great interview with Haley, huh? He's amazing. I yeah yeah. My friends had her had their friends seeing her rendition of Creep at the my backyard at their, for their wedding. She's incredible. And being a singer myself, she inspires and yeah. her energy is amazing. And she's, she's incredible. Yeah. You know, I love the fact what she said that she, you know, she'll do the art she wants to do when she wants to do that art, which is the way it goes. That's what should happen. Um, and, and where, where are you at today? Yeah. Where are you, where are you at today? I'm in my office. All right. Just well, waiting for my next client. I appreciate so. you 
tuning in and uh i appreciate this travis um and i appreciate that bruce uh and i appreciate you laura thank you so much for for watching us today and uh hopefully see you next week okay yes you will all right uh let's say hi to jen hi jen hey josh how are you good how are you doing i'm doing very well i like your hair today jen thanks hey i got a box coming to you i do yes i love it thank you so much have Um, a great day you too thanks for tuning in absolutely all right good question lady boner it's lady o boner today wait a second let me see i did i hide it how come i can't see it i think you disabled it somehow i disabled it some oh wait a second there you go (laughs) <laughs> there we are everybody there's lady boner um listen dude i got the venmo i here's my plan okay yeah just want you to know what the plan is and everybody listening i am going to give her um hundred dollars cash i'm going to give her a hundred dollar kroger card and then i'm going to ask her what her living situation is like because i think I can get her into her place for a month for 700 bucks. That would be amazing. So I, I'm, I'm going to ask her and I asked around a little bit, the best way to do it. Um, and everybody that, that I talked to said, definitely get a gift card. Don't get like, if she, cause if she's got a drug habit and you give her a ton of cash, she could OD. Yeah. So um, I'm going to baby steps that. But if I can get her in a place for a month, that's that's going to be the goal. Yeah, that would be amazing. And and I, I hope, you know, I don't know what your interactions have been with her. But like, definitely let her know how things led up to her getting that. Like, her, her goodwill um, being shared with a massive community that really wants to support her. I think that that'll go a long way for her. I, I, I for sure will tell her. I already told her. I I reintroduced myself. I was like, I know you don't know who I am, but I'll never forget you. And I said, you changed my life a couple weeks ago. And I want you to know that I'm, I'm going to be coming back and um, I'm going to try to help you however I can. I'm sure she's heard it a million times. She's like, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but um, yeah, you guys, uh, you guys did that. So I appreciate you stepping up to the plate, man, and and, and taking that upon sure. yourself. It was super sure. dope. And there's a lot of people that are asking me, like, hey, I still want to donate. Like, guys, there's so many other ways that you can yeah. go make a difference. Other people that, that are in need. So take it upon yourself. Your and yeah. A local food bank is a great way to start. For sure. Um, all right, man. That was a great question today, by the way. I was surprised something smart came out of your mouth. Uh <laughs> the beautiful thing about this pod is that I can really just say shit like that to him and then take him off the screen. That was really <laughs> Listen man, I'm sorry. I did I didn't mean to do that to you. Did you want to say something? But really, so uh congratulation. Fuck yes. Kenneth, congratulations, dude. Huge ups, man. That's big news. I'm super happy for you. That is really awesome. Um, 
I don't think that's his real name. Uh, yeah, I mean, Dave, you can still comment on the chat, but it's not the same thing. It's just not, you know. So let's say hi to Linda. Hi. Linda, thank you for tuning in. Always good to see you. I appreciate you always joining our streams. I love it to death. Good, good. That girl, I'll tell you what, she's one real genuine, straight, has nothing to impress to anybody but herself. And I think that's an admirable quality in a person. Too many people are busy trying to uh, impress everybody. And she's just into doing what she wants to do. And she does it very, very well. Yes. I'm very humble and very well-spoken. Yeah, these are all great points. I, I, I'm always impressed by somebody because when you're successful, I think the real you comes out. Yeah. Right. Because you're allowed when you're successful, just who you are is amplified. So look, man, there's a reason Jeremy Piven is who Jeremy Piven is because he was a dick before and he's a dick now. You know what I mean? Uh, I've never well, met him. I've, I've just you. heard rumors, you know, it catches but, up to you. Yeah. When you're a dick or an asshole, you get a reputation. Yeah. And, and, and I should say, I've never met Jeremy Piven, but I've, I know a lot of, good friends who have met him and I'm just going to go ahead and if one person had said it, I'd have been like, that's not true. But if every single person said it, I'm like, okay. Dick is. I get it. Yeah. Um, well, Linda, thank you so much. And I'm sure, I hope we're going to see you on the high live on Monday. Oh, of course. Uh, I got this week's high live. I was, I know <laughs> my eyes. I went back and watched my eyes are like, this like how i don't know how i'm seeing out of them well they you know? either are like this or they're like this <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that yeah that part <laughs> uh, well linda always good to talk to you and thank you for joining in you too thanks all right um yeah melissa we had uh hayley reinhardt on go back and watch it it's a good one Let's just say real quick to this motherfucker here. What to do, cowboy? What's going on with you, man? Oh, I like your shirt, brother. Hey, <laughs> you already know what's up. Hey, check yeah. out my uh, lucky golden pipe. Oh, dude. Slim, man. That's yeah. awesome, man. Actually, one, two, three, bada bang. And while we're chatting, it's like, what's up, brother? Happy, happy fucking St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. You know what? I really think... Since St. Patrick's Day is about green, that we should be changing it to weed. Like, why is everybody drinking beer? Why don't we just go all smoke weed? I mean, why not? That's just a silly question. Why fucking, yeah, that's just, anyway. You know what I'm saying, brother. Fucking green beer. No, drink fucking smoke green weed, man. That's fucking. what I'm saying. Now, listen, March 28th, big show yeah. down at Zany's. You going to be able to make it down? Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. Yo, I got a fucking super duper present for you. How about I put you on the list and give you a couple tickets? Yeah, yeah. Boom, boom. That's what's up, player. Now, I, right. I can't wait to see you, man. Hey, uh, it was a really great chat with you and Haley tonight or today. Um, my wife, dude, she fucking digs her voice. At that soulful fucking style. Uh, impeccable. Yeah, yeah. So kudos to you for fucking digging her, man. She's a, she, Yeah, she's got it going yeah. on. She's awesome, man. All uh, right, dude. Thank you, man. And fucking hold it down. Happy St. Patrick's Day, brother. Already know, brother. Later. 
Uh, Michelle, how are you? Hey there. Doing great. How did you like the chat with Haley today? It was awesome. I've never heard of her before. I don't get out much, mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, she's awesome. She's very grounded. Her music, is, her voice is like, and she's got such a great vibe. Definitely. She gets such I a great that, vibe. Uh, family values are are the biggest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's super has a lot to do with how successful you can be in life is how much support you have. I think you're right. I think you it provides a backbone for people. I think you're right. The support uh, and the confidence that you have in yourself because others have the confidence in you. And if you have that going for you your whole life, then it'll get you through. Yeah. And there's something to be said, you know, my parents, when I was single raising the kids and making $1,100 a month and eating, my, yeah, the kids were eating three meals a day, but I was probably eating one. Right. I, my dad, this is why I had confidence. My dad told me straight up, Hey, you're never going to live on the street. Now mm -hmm. you might bump up against it and I'm not going to help you. These are the choices you made, but you're never going to live on the street. And so I knew that I was going to struggle and I did. And like I said, we struggled heavy. We lived in one room. We, you know, a, a dollar meant something. Right. But there was that confidence that this is as low as it gets. Right. And there's something about that, you know, and you, you, people with good families, like it's a, it's such a blessing because so many people, I, my theory on kids is this. A kid is born 98% good. It's just up to the parents not to fuck them up. Right. I really believe that. And so I'm you, doing the best not to fuck up mine. That's it. You're just trying not to fuck up yeah. because if you look at them as kids, you're like, this is, there's not a hateful bone in this person's body. Mm -hmm. So where are they going to get that? They're going to learn it. Exactly. And so your job is to try to make sure that doesn't happen. Exactly. You know what I mean? And so I think that family, like people with good families are sometimes, and I know I do, I, I take it for granted, you know? Exactly. I lost my dad a few years ago and pretty, pretty tough. Um, my mom just lost her husband a couple of weeks ago. So me and my brother decided to send my mom to Hawaii. He's got uh, an aunt over there. And so she arrived on Monday and has to quarantine inside my, um, his aunt's house for nine days. So I just asked her to extend her trip so that she could actually enjoy some time over there. But it was huge. You're a good person. Yeah, That's very nice of you. Yeah, I, I money, but I, I went and got a card for her to take so that she could go because she's limited income, and it was it was her bucket list thing. You know, she's never going to get to do it again. So I said, extend your trip. So whatever you have going on when you get back can wait because you're not going to have this opportunity to go again. Michelle, that is. So amazing, and 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 it's so cool for you to honor your mom like that. You know, uh, that as a parent, you realize what goes into raising a child. What are you doing? That, that sometimes, obviously, if you don't have kids, you don't understand. Right, and, and you understand like what your mom sacrificed. For you growing up just by 
virtue of being exactly. your mom. Yeah. So I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. Thanks. I think you're awesome. Thank you. And um, we'll talk to you next time. All right. Thanks. All right. That was touching. It really is. You know, my favorite part about this group that comes and joins us and the people who listen to this podcast is that we don't have a problem with bouncing between real and funny, heart and laughs. To me, that's what life is, man. Life is love and laughs. And um, you guys, I I've definitely been more emotional of a person since I bumped into that woman. But you guys on these pods almost every week tear me up just with your, with being real people. I know that sounds stupid, but real people, real stories, real life. And, and, um, uh, the people who come in and join us here, everybody's open for that. It's such a really cool little spot to be in. So Michelle, thank you for sharing that with us. That was super dope. And last but not least, hello. Hey. Um, I saw your T-shirt. I like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> My damn long yep. hair. I got to cut this hair. I'm going to donate it here soon. Are you going to cut your hair? Uh, Josh, look at this. Okay. Yep, I got it. How far down does it go down to your waist? Pass. Like, it's, it's, it's getting out of control. I think... The longest my hair has ever been was mid back. See, and you have natural curly hair like me as well, right? Yes. This guy right here, one of my oldest friends, he's seen yeah. me with that hair. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 He's seen me with it. I had some long, terrible Jew hair. Well, it's curly, so it's. I get it, man. I on a humid day, I look like Doc Brown. <laughs> me too <laughs> just everything's wrong everything's all wrong right now so <laughs> uh well um as usual i always love seeing you down there um appreciate you man you give yeah, me a room full of friends that in a month less than a month i get to meet in person so thank you i'm super excited now tell me who's in the list who's on the list we got Sean and Lori. We have Super Dave. Um, we have Kat, Margaret. Uh, Tiffany is coming. Crystal as well. There's Reed. And if I'm forgetting somebody, I'm sorry. I had a long day. But I think... Lady Boner? Is Lady Boner coming? He's, he's a bitch. He's bitching out. He told me to tell you to... Is that true? Did you, you bitch out? Suck a dick. Did you bitch <laughs> out? I didn't bitch out. I got a kid to take care of. Me too. Let's come. And we're, my kid's autistic too, so man. Let me tell you. Like, you know what? When you're that we handsome and you're Aww. a teacher, you know what I mean? It's Don't give him a big head now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um it's all right. big enough. Well, it's I'm excited. That you guys are getting together. I hope you guys will zoom with me so I can see everybody. Will you please? Yeah, we need to talk later because I you're still coming to Colorado. Yes, we are coming to Colorado. Yes, okay. yeah. Yeah, uh, because yeah, we need to. There's some. And there's Cindy, some. I want to get him some pet CBD. Yo, that. If you would. 
Oh, I heard him Monday. He was fucking going off. <laughs> yes, I love it. Yeah, yeah. The the DJ was scratching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, Ray Ray. Well, uh, and did you, you had heard Haley before, yeah? I have heard of her. And how did you how did you like um, her interview? And what did you think about her? I think she's amazing soul, down to earth person, yeah. and I'm glad that Hollywood has not changed her because she's living the dream. You know, everyone wants to live, and it has not changed her. How cool is that? I mean, singing with Steven Tyler is up there, like Josh. It's my biggest dream to be a singer or an actress, but you know, sometimes you can't pursue it. You know, things happen, and Ray, Ray, but, listen to me. Next time I'm in Denver, you can do one of two things. You can either, we can either write a silly song together. Oh my God, don't play. Or you can pick one of the ones that I do and you can just come on stage and do it with me. Oh my God. Okay. I'll think about it. Shit. Think about it. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm don't expect you to, to know or remember the songs that I do. So I'll give you a little list. I'll give you a little list and, okay. um, up to you. Okay. Okay. That'll be fun. If that's, so, listen, if it truly is something that you've always wanted to do, wouldn't I, I would be my pleasure, be my true pleasure to be able to provide that for you. Oh my God, Josh. Thank you. <laughs> so I'll you, take you so up you, on your officer. Yes. I have, yeah. Social anxiety like a motherfucker, but this is like, get over it and just jump. Here's what we'll Leap. do is you'll sit. I'll get another stool. Would you rather sit or stand? Up to you. You can sit right next to me. And <laughs> we'll. Either or. Yeah. And we'll, and we'll. A little bit of both. We'll move. Yeah. We'll, we'll rock it out. All okay. Right. Sounds good, man. All right. Always <laughs> good to see you. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Guys. Um. Uh. So cool, uh, as usual, to have all of you all on here. And um, for those of you listening, if you want to, uh, if you want to join the stream, uh, it's on my Facebook fan page, um, and it's uh, facebook.com forward slash Josh Wolf Comedy, or you can always listen. It's good either way, um, but. And if you have some people that you would like to hear on Tell Me Something Good uh, from any walk of life, guys, I don't need to interview somebody from the entertainment world. It can be anybody that we think is interesting, you know? Who do we think is interesting? So I'm up for anybody, you know? Um, so if you have some suggestions, just send them in to me. I think the email is tell me something good pod pod at gmail.com. Tell me something good pod pod. It's either tell me something good pod or tell me something good pod pod, but I think it's tell me something good pod pod. I mean, I could look it up right now. It would take me three seconds, but I'm probably not going to do that. <laughs> uh, ooh, I like this. Great idea. I'm going to get Casey. He would never do it in a million years, but I would love to have him on, but 0% chance. Ray Ray, you have a, yes? Dude, Did you want? Tony Baker or Ellie Wong, man. Oh, I can get, I'll, I'll actually call Tony. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Um, 
this is another good idea. I will definitely have her on. She is, she, I, I genuinely like her as a person who she is in the world, how she puts herself out there. Like I really, really, really like her. Uh, that's going to happen. That's never going to happen. Um, so yeah. I can't, I can't see a world where that would happen. Um, I have reached out to her. This is, um, yeah, I would love to. That's a good one. Um, I've reached out to her, the wrestler from the practical joke. Um, and sh the last time I spoke to her, she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of getting out of the, uh, I'm kind of getting out of the, that business. And I was like, oh, and so I reached out to her about six months later. Cause I had a friend who wanted to use her services and her number had changed. So I'm assuming she's out of the, I'll wrestle you biz, which is too bad. She was so good at her job. However, um, there are women all over the country that do that and who show up at my shows. It's really, it's my favorite group of people that I don't know are coming that show up. Yola will be back on for sure. Um, I didn't know I was a boy. I don't know what that's responding to cat, but I do know I'm a boy. Not much Logan. Good to see you. All right, everybody. That's it for today's tell me something good pod pod. Uh, I, um, what do you, what do you, what are you mumbling to yourself about? I came in at the very end. I got kicked out and then all I heard was all I know is I'm a boy. And I'm like, he just ripped on the gender reveal comment then. Oh, gender reveal. I didn't know there was a gender reveal party. Oh, that she said I was talking to Dave. Got it. Got it. Um, I can't wait for this one. Is that true, Dave? Did she get you a flight with the T-Birds? Uh, love you guys. Okay. Love you guys. We'll see you next week on Tell Me Something Good. Uh, I love these suggestions. And um, we'll keep them coming. Guys, be good to yourselves. Remember to enjoy yourself. Do something for yourself every day. Do at least one thing for yourself every day. Even if it's five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, something that you're doing for you that you enjoy. Don't let a fucking day go by where you're not seeing a little sunshine. Something. Even if it just means jerking off. Like, you know what I mean? That's fun. That's a good time. It doesn't take me 15 minutes. I mean, but <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty good to myself. So if I hit 15 minutes, I've, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm edging. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, be good to yourselves. I'm going to go take my very first orange theory exercise class. Why not? Let's see what happens. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. All right, everybody. Love you. Later.